Welcome to That Smart Hustle, a podcast dedicated to the importance of creating your truth, realizing your own self-worth, loving who you are and the journey you're on, all while planning for the future, but still being present in the now. I'm your host, Kristen Martin. You may know me from my YouTube channel, where I post writing advice videos and day-in-the-life vlogs, or perhaps you've delved into my fictitious worlds by reading one of my young adult books, or maybe we're meeting for the first time. If the latter is the case, then hello and welcome. There's plenty of space here for everyone from all walks of life, whether you're lost and can't seem to find your way, or you think you're on the right path, or you're just starting out and have no idea where to begin. It's all about empowering yourself to be the kind of person you want to be and to pursue the lifestyle you want to live. So let's dive in. Hi guys, welcome back to That Smart Hustle Podcast and welcome to episode 51. First and foremost, I want to thank you for all of the amazing positive feedback on the last podcast episode, which was episode 50, where I just shared a little bit more background into my self-love journey, kind of what I've been through in the past and how that's sort of shaped me and molded me into the person that I am today. And I had mentioned if you guys wanted me to make a part two where I talked a little bit more about the actual rituals and habits and routines I've more or less implemented into my life over the past year to really just work even more deeply on self-love, really kind of do everything at a more spiritual level to just let me know. And you guys did. I got so many emails and DMs on Instagram. So thank you for showing interest in this topic because it is something that I really do like to talk about and I don't talk about it as much as I would like. So we're kind of opening up a new doorway here, talking more about self-love, self-care, and spirituality. So in episode 50, I did talk about a lot of things that happened in my past, some struggles that I went through, some challenges. So I would recommend if you haven't listened to that episode to go ahead and do that. It'll all become more clear as to why I have these certain rituals and routines that I'm about to share with you, you know, some of the things I've been working on, why I'm working on these particular things. And a lot of it honestly has to do with mindset, because when you are bullied at a younger age, and I don't like to throw the term bullied around lightly, like I truly was bullied, I was hazed, so there were things that happened in my past that are just truly unacceptable. And I never want to play the victim card here. That's not what I'm doing. I am trying to express what I've been through in the past and what I've done to kind of pull myself out of it and to become the person that I've always wanted to be regardless of what other people have said about me or have done to me or think about me. And that's even currently too, right? Because I am more or less in the public space. I'm not, you know, like a celebrity or anything like that, but I do, I am somewhat in the public eye. I do have a following. I do have people who are listening to this podcast like you right now. I have people who watch my YouTube videos who are much closer and more intimate with my life than most people. So when you're in that situation, you obviously open yourself up to criticism. You open yourself up to people just creating a bunch of opinions about you. And speaking of that topic real quick, I did post a YouTube video this past Monday where I did a full tea time on judgment. So it's very similar to these podcast episodes and how how I kind of riff a little bit on here. So if you're interested, I will leave the link to that video in the show notes in case you want to go watch that and hear all about my opinions on judgment and how we can stop judging ourselves and other people. 
So the biggest thing when it comes to self-love is getting your mind right and getting yourself in a good headspace. And this is not something that you just do one time and then it's there permanently. This is something that I have to work on every single day because there, you know, every day is different. There are some mornings where I wake up and I'm in a really gung-ho, great mood and, you know, everything's positive and I'm just loving life. And then there are other days where, you know, sometimes I feel like an imposter or I have limiting beliefs or self-deprecating thoughts. So, you know, every day is different. So this is not a one and done thing where you can suddenly say, oh, my mindset is always going to be positive. It doesn't work like that. It is a process. That's why it's called a journey. This is my self-love journey. It's a transformation. And I don't think it will ever be something that will be complete. I don't think there is an arrival point or an end point. I think this is something that I will continue to do for the rest of my life. Again, it is a journey. It is a long road that needs to be traveled, but I'm happy to do the work because I'm seeing tremendous shifts in my life and my mindset and just huge improvements in every aspect of my life. So I may end up making this a mini series if you guys like it. I came up with five things I want to talk about today that I've been more focused on the past year for my self-love journey, but I can definitely think of more because there are so many, but these were the five that really have a lot to do with mindset and some of the habits and the things that I do on a daily basis to practice self-love and to practice self-compassion. So number one is self-awareness through meditation. I will admit I used to think meditation was a bunch of hoopla and I never did it. And until I started meditating, did I realize how critical and how important it is just for your overall mental health and also for your emotional health. I talked about consuming a lot of media on a daily basis and especially now in this day and age with social media and there's just you know so much content out there. Our minds never get a break. They never just get a chance to breathe. We don't get a chance to just be anymore because we constantly have all these thoughts. We're constantly comparing ourselves and our lives to those people that we see on Instagram and Facebook and YouTube. So it's just constantly comparing ourselves and it takes a lot to become self-aware. It's very hard to become self-aware when you are always influenced by external factors. And this is why meditation is so important because it's taking 10 to 20 minutes out of your day to sit down with zero distractions and just be, just be with yourself, be with your thoughts, be with your breathing and truly exist in the present moment. So I will admit I do not meditate every single day. That is something that I am working toward. I did meditate this morning and I can already tell you that my mindset is so much clearer. I have been so much more productive today. I've only gone on social media to post to Instagram, to post a photo. I have not scrolled at all. I'm also trying to just be better about not going on my phone as much, not you know picking it up and checking it as much because I look at my screen time reports and when I see that I've spent two or three hours on my phone, I just think about all the other things I could have been doing for self-growth or just for my mental and emotional health. Because anytime I go on social media, my mental and emotional health is suffering. I've used quite a few guided meditation apps. I started out with the Headspace app and I loved it. I just went through all of the free ones and I wasn't really committed enough to go ahead and purchase you know, the subscription. So then I moved over to the Calm app. I also loved those guided meditations. But once again, I went through all of those 
and I still wasn't feeling 100% about wanting to subscribe to something and pay a monthly fee. So then I found this other app called Simple Habit. And what I love about Simple Habit is that they have so many categories to choose from. Like Headspace and the Calm app are really great and they do have a lot of categories, but it's nothing like Simple Habit. And the other thing I like about Simple Habit, this is not sponsored or anything, by the way, I just really love their app, um, is that you have people from all over the world. So it's not just one person. Like with Headspace and Calm, it was just one person talking. With Simple Habit, you can you can pick and choose your instructors or your yogis, you know, your guided meditators. So you can actually choose them. You can choose different series and they just have so many more topics and categories, things that I never would have even thought of. Like the one I did this morning was for peaceful mornings. And the woman who did it, her name was Gail. She was incredible. And it just made me feel so at peace and so tranquil and just ready to begin my day. Not to mention with the simple habit meditations, they're only five minutes long. I tend to get pretty antsy, especially in the mornings because I'm just ready to start my day. So it's great to have just a five minute meditation. And if I feel like doing a longer meditation, then I can just choose another one or do the next one in the series. But I really like the fact that they're five minutes because it's short and sweet, but it's enough time for me to just focus on my breathing and be present in the moment. The more I meditate, the more self-aware I become. So not only with the thoughts that I'm thinking, but also how I'm spending my time, what I'm doing every day, if I'm exercising and moving my body enough, if I'm drinking enough water, you know, what I'm putting into my body. So what types of foods I'm eating. Whenever I meditate in the mornings, I just am much more self-aware. Everything is so clear and I have more focus throughout the day. So that's number one is self-awareness through meditation. I highly recommend trying out meditating if you haven't already. And I would recommend the simple habit app if you have not tried it. Number two is recognizing fear-based thoughts and limiting beliefs. So on my self-love journey, I've had to be very cognizant of the actual thoughts I am thinking. And we have something like 50 or 60,000 thoughts per day. You know, the average human being has that many thoughts per day. So of course we can't really control what we're thinking at all times, but what we can do is become aware. This is why the self-awareness through meditation is so important because when you're aware throughout the day, you can catch yourself in the act of thinking and you can catch yourself in the middle of a certain thought, especially if it's a negative thought. And I've caught myself doing this so much this week because I've really been on my meditation game. I've been very self-aware and it's almost like an out of body experience because when you think it's just such a natural process that your mind goes through, such a natural cognitive process that when you actually catch yourself in the act of thinking and you catch yourself in the middle of a thought, it is truly like just such an out of body experience. I don't know how else to describe it, but to just catch yourself in the act of thinking a thought and to be able to recognize that and kind of shift outside of yourself and realize that and flip that thought on its head or change it to more of a positive one or to be like, okay, cancel that thought universe, cancel that thought. Like, I don't know why I'm thinking that. Being more self-aware and being more cognizant of your thoughts is so important in your self-love journey because the thoughts that you're thinking 
that's what's shaping your reality. So if you're thinking negative thoughts and self-deprecating thoughts, that's your internal reality and that's going to be reflected into your external reality. So if you want things to match up and you want externally everything you're seeing and feeling and everything that's going on around you to be positive, that all starts inside. That all starts internally with your mind and the thoughts you're thinking. So the third thing I've been doing on my self-love journey is opening my mind to new ways of thought. And my favorite way to do this is through podcast and reading personal development books. So I think I've mentioned on this podcast quite a few books that I do recommend, but there are a couple that I've read recently that I've really just... Oh, they've really just blown me away. So the first one is Judgment Detox by Gabby Bernstein. Again, this kind of goes hand in hand with the Judgment Tea Time that I did on my YouTube channel. The next book that I'm in the middle of reading is Sacred Powers, and I love this. It's a much more spiritual book just talking about all of the power that we as human beings have internally in our minds and how we can essentially use that power for good. I'm also currently reading The Self-Love Experiment by Shannon Kaiser, which is so spot on for this specific podcast. And really what Shannon does is give you principles for leaning into self-love and for being more compassionate toward yourself, giving yourself some grace. So I'm really loving that book. I have a feeling I'll finish that in just a couple of days. And then some of the other books that I've read over the past couple of years are 52 Ways to Live a Kick-Ass Life by Andrea Owens, Adventures for Your Soul by Shannon Kaiser, You Are a Badass, and You Are a Badass at Making Money by Jen Sincero. And actually, she's coming out with a new book on December 4th. I've already pre-ordered it <laughs> called You Are a Badass Every Day. And I'm so excited for that because I feel like that's going to be the perfect book to get me all geared up after the holidays come 2019 and the new year. Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert is another one, and also Light is the New Black by Rebecca Campbell. Another great book is Mastering Your Mean Girl by Melissa Ambrosini. So these are all books I have read in the past. They've really helped just open up my mind to new ways of thought, and it's really allowed me to shift from a place of fear to a place of love. So I've just become much more compassionate and I keep using the word self-aware, but that's such a huge part of self-love is really being self-aware of your thoughts and what you are doing every single day. The fourth thing I have been doing on my self-love journey is more of a ritual. It's part of my morning ritual and it's journaling through all of my thoughts. So I used to do something called morning pages where right when you would wake up, you wouldn't even look at your phone, wouldn't do anything. A lot of the time I did this in bed, but you pull out your journal and you just start writing. You just free write for three or four pages. You write whatever comes to mind. And that was very therapeutic for a while, but then I kind of shifted into having a little bit more of a ritual. And I actually shared that in another YouTube video of mine, my daily journaling practice for success. So I will also leave the link to that video in the show notes in case you haven't watched it. So by journaling in the morning, I'm setting my intentions for the day. And I like to journal first, and then I like to kind of meditate on that intention. So that's a huge part of my morning routine. So once I have that intention, then it can kind of unfold during the day. I can go back to that intention and make sure that my actions are lining up with what it is I want to achieve, how I want to feel, and the things that I want to do. But I don't just journal in the morning. So I don't believe journaling is just about intention setting. I also think if you're feeling really jumbled or scattered 
or very unclear, it is so convenient to grab your journal and just write it all down, just brain dump onto the page. I have found if I'm feeling really unorganized and I'm all over the place, if I can just sit down for five minutes and journal through all my thoughts and get it out of my head onto paper, I become much more focused and I feel like I can breathe a little bit more. Like I feel like I don't have as much stuff running running around my brain because that tends to be what happens almost every single day. And the last thing I've been doing on my self-love journey is speaking affirmations or writing down affirmations. That's also part of my journaling practice. But in the past, when I was first starting out my self-love journey, I would actually speak affirmations in the mirror. Like I would wake up and go to my bathroom and I'd look in the mirror and I would actually write a lot of, I'd find them online on Pinterest and I'd write them down on post-it notes and stick them up on the mirror. And I would read through them and look at myself and feel myself in that affirmation and in that power. There's something so exhilarating and empowering about saying something to yourself and watching yourself say it back, if that makes sense. So that's why the mirror is such a crucial part in the beginning if affirmations are kind of weird for you. Because now whenever I say affirmations, I can think of myself or I have that image of myself speaking it in the mirror and you know what I looked like and how I felt when I said it. So I'm able to go back, it's almost like a trigger I'm able to go back and remember what I looked like, what I felt like, you know, how those words really impacted me. If speaking them into a mirror is something that you're not fully comfortable with yet, then I highly recommend downloading an app called Think Up. And this is where you can actually record, I think up to five affirmations. So you get to choose them and you can record them on this app and then you can play it and it has some really pretty background music, but it has you saying these five affirmations and it's spaced out really nicely. So it's a great way to meditate or so you don't have to say them out loud, you know, in the mirror, it's you listening to yourself saying these words. This is also great if you are in the car and you have to, you know, pay attention to the road, you can be listening to these affirmations or if you're at work or Anytime you're somewhere, maybe in a public place where you're just like, I really need to listen to some affirmations right now and get through my day, the Think Up app is wonderful for that. So again, the five things I have been doing along my self-love journey the past year are self-awareness through meditation, recognizing fear-based thoughts and limiting beliefs, opening my mind to new ways of thought through podcasts and books, journaling through all of my thoughts and speaking affirmations or listening to affirmations. So that's all I have for you guys today for this podcast episode. I really hope that you enjoyed it. I have so much more that I can talk about on this topic. I figured these five things were a great starting point, a great jumping off point. So if you liked this and you want me to make this a mini series, again, just email me, DM me, let me know. And of course, I will take all of those requests into consideration. If you like this podcast, it would help me out so much if you would leave a rating and a review on iTunes. And other than that, I will chat with you in the next episode. Cheers. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you love this episode, please subscribe to make sure you don't miss anything. For more beyond this podcast, including information on my YouTube channel and webinars, visit me at thatsmarthustle.com. And for daily inspiration and writing advice, come hang out with me on Instagram at author Kristen Martin. I'll talk with you all again very soon. Cheers.